I've always had ultimate res respect for women, even the women that come to the shows. I want them to be treated like ladies. I don't want disrespectful things done to them. And I'm, sometimes I get on guys that get a little racier, grab a little, or or do a move that I think can be read as disrespectful because I, I kind of like put the ladies on a pedestal. And that's what we want to do is we want to be here for them. We don't want them to come and oogle over good-looking men. We want them to come and be oogled over by good-looking Welcome to another episode of Dear Men. This one is super special because I'm actually on location. Also, I've got lots of beautiful men here with me, so that's always special. This is a very special edition of Guy Talk, which is um, one of the versions of this podcast that we do where we get men to discuss a subject. And in this case, I am here with four of the male strippers from the premier male strip show in Los Angeles, The Hollywood Men. That's right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, before we start into the questions, I'd just love to go around and hear from you guys. Well, my name is Scott Lane. I'm 57 years old as of last week, and I'm on my second marriage. Okay. I'm Tyler. I'm born and raised in Los Angeles and uh, blessed to be with the Hollywood men. And I just turned on March 9th, dirty 30. <laughs> Yes. And relationship status. The good thing is I don't look 30, okay? But anyway, um, relationship status. I am single right now, but I do have a crush on this very beautiful, sculpted very well, great must-smile man oh named Victor. <laughs> oh, my God. But don't tell anybody, okay? It. All right, Victor, right. where do you, you go next? Hi, guys. My name is Victor. It's super easy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for explaining that your name is super easy. <laughs> I'm 28, 28 years old. This is last name, super easy. Uh, <laughs> I'm super easy, everybody. Continue. Continue. Can I say on the American Oh, and age. No? Altercation. Oh, no. oh, you said 28 and I'm relationship status. Yeah, uh, right now I'm taken. Taken, okay. Yeah, cool. I'm going to be this beautiful, <laughs> beautiful women. Damn it. Green eyes. Amazing smile. Is this true? Or oh, you... yeah, it's really true. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I'm Christophe de Coster. I'm, I'm saying with an English accent, this is weird. Christophe de Coster. It's going to be better. Uh, I'm from France, and I just turned 29 after nice. four days Congrats. after this man right there. Congrats. So I'll translate his name. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and your relationship status. I'm married. Married. Great. Hey, he stumbled over uh, I'm, I'm, uh, Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to lose I'm tips. Married. I'm married. I am. All right. Am. We're going to move on. And he just lost 20% a night for So <laughs> I would love to know how you got into being a male stripper, and what are the best and worst parts of the job for you? Uh, well, you're going back 37 years of when I got back. In yeah, because you're an OG. Tell I us about that. I came out of the Air Force Academy and <laughs> moved to Detroit with my mother, who just got out of a divorce with my dad. And I got into modeling, and I got approached by a, a little guy once that said, hey, you should try this. And it was a place called Foxy's Den on Six Mile of Detroit. It was an all-black club, all-black women, clientele, all-black dancers. I was the token white boy. Huh. And it was the funnest shit I ever did in my life. I danced the head by Prince, and the ladies went crazy, and the money's raining, and I, I learned a lot from the brothers, you know. And, yeah. And then I 
broke off and started doing my own thing. And I ended up with Chippendales in New York in 83, left there in 86, back out to L.A. Been all over the world with Chippendales, and then in 95 started Hollywood Men. So we're about to do our 23-year anniversary. That's wow. a condensed version. That's how I got into it, and what am I... And then best and worst parts of the job. Best parts of the job are coming to work. Worst parts of the job are coming, coming to work. work. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you mean by that? Depends on how much drama is going on backstage. On any okay. So like this past week, okay. and I got to tell you, man. Um, let me translate. It's because it's fun, you know, to come to work, but sometimes, you know, stress happens. Yeah. Cupcakes happen. So Cupcakes. drama, would you say work drama is the worst part? Work drama. Okay. And that's you know, kind of like a manager. Too soon, guys. Too soon. From, from Saturday and Friday. In a small green room. And one small space, and a know, lot of testosterone. Well, yeah. yeah. It's just family, you know. Family fights too. So yep, that's it's, true. But we all make a. It's I've never fought with you, Victor. We're family. You're my brother. <laughs> You're my Romano from Brazil, so man. You got a, 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 an all. How do you say it? All. All right, Tyler. You got into well, alter ego. How'd you get into it? Best and worst parts of the job. <laughs> okay, so. I was at a bachelor party. Uh, I was a bachelor party making <laughs> drinks, and former Chippendales producer. I need to say, Scott was the bleep man for Chippendales in the their heyday. We can swear on this podcast. Oh, okay, okay. He was the fucking man. Okay. He won Man of the Year back to back, and they absolutely loved him. He was lead dancer. Okay, for over a decade. Wow. Okay, that's our boss. Okay. So and uh, legacy. anyway, legacy. And and he is he is a great friend. He's a better friend than than he's a great boss, but he's a, he's my friend forever. Anyways, back to the question. As I accidentally touched your your titty, what was the question? Oh my god, Tyler! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the best you part are of the funniest. Uh, oh, cracking up! Accidentally, uh, you did the movie. Oh, uh, oh, oh, OMG! Good job. How did you oh, oh yeah, so I was making drinks. Guy who who um, the little guy uh, produced Chippendales said, I want to throw you on tour. And I said, sounds good. I don't know how to dance. He says, it doesn't matter. Go on tour. I go on tour. And a former Hollywood man, actually, was the manager of the tour and, and uh, danced on the road. And came back, had so much fun, had no clue how to dance. So you just no learned clue. on the road? Literally on, on the road, Literally. on the first song that I didn't even know it was playing. So that was fun. <laughs> okay. Came back, said, I got to learn this. I'm going to go to Hollywood men. I became a server. And same thing. And I came to learn by watching Victor do all these backflips and all that stuff. And, and, and he said that's me. And all these amazing dancers, amazing show. The whole, I was in awe. And then Scott runs over and says, next weekend you're on stage for your audition. And, and I said, I don't know how to dance. He said, it doesn't matter. And then I go up there and I... And, and how did you was, know he would be good? What, did, what about him was... He's, when I, your attention when I scope out new talent, uh, probably the most important thing is personality and stage presence. Like crying, and yeah, he had sure. this this very, I mean, huge amount of huge personality. Huge. <laughs> what he's saying was the girls were more into me as a server than the. Scott's like kind of. So you noticed him interacting with the girls on the floor as a waiter, and you thought that too. That I knew he would like, be a big yeah. ham on stage. Okay. You know? And cool. I'm fat. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's probably the most important element of looking for dancers is their ability to have fun on stage. And their energy. Victor does the same thing. Yeah. The girls enjoy more when they see someone having fun on, fun on stage. Yeah, if you're up there trying sure. to be sexy, they don't react like that. But if they see up there having fun and, and being loud and, yeah, and having personality, get them laughing, you know? There's a lot of girls, they'll come to the show with preconceptions that it's going to be tawdry and seedy and sweaty and whatever. And, uh, you know... 
there's a lot more to the show than that. And yeah. I like when they leave saying, wow, that's so much more than I expected. Yeah. So we want to make them laugh. We want to take them on a journey and not just be sexy all the time. You know? Yeah. We want to have fun with them. Totally. Get the ladies to laugh and, and they, they have fun with each other. Then they get out of their heads and they let their hair down. And, you know, the fact that there's not nobody around to judge them for doing that. Yeah. The, <laughs> the women get pretty crazy. Yeah, I want to come back to that because I think that's one of the things that is what very unique about the environment that you work in is that you are around a bunch of women whose um, guards are down, basically. Mm. I mean, it's. It, I went to the show a few weeks ago and it was a blast. And um, most of my attention was on stage, obviously, but I was also noticing the audience and how the women were responding and reacting and like just the environment that gets set up, I think is very unique. And I'm curious to hear from you guys how it's impacted your view of women, but I really want to finish this question. So best and worst parts of the job, and then we'll come back to that. Best and worst parts of the job. Honestly, best part, I played seven years pro baseball and three years of college football. I am part of a team. And I'm also a firefighter, wildland firefighter, so being part of a team is awesome. Worst part is we perform Friday, Saturdays, which is the best part also. You can perform Friday, Saturdays, but sometimes, you know, weekend events with friends, I gotta... Oh, yeah. Gotta that makes sense. Go. Okay. So no Shabbat dinners for you then? No. No, okay. no at, ten, at 10.30 at night or, or midnight, we have Shabbat dinner. Or Shabbat lunch. <laughs> yes. Okay. Victor. Sorry, no, I'm Victor. Chris, do you go first? Yeah, Chris. Yeah, yeah, Chris. Well, <clears throat> that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I used to dance out of here, you know, little group, but I was just learning, trying to make extra, extra money. And um, my parents moved back to Brazil when I was 18, so I was working, going to school, you know, and then I started dancing inside with some friends. And the main dancer from the Hollywood Man was performing the night when I was in a private party. And he saw me after I performed, and he goes, bro, you're an amazing dancer. Where are you from? I was like, oh, I'm from Brazil. And we took off from there and started talking. And then he's like, I'm the main dancer for the Hollywood Man. And I had heard about the Hollywood Man before, you know, because everybody wanted to be part of it. So, because I was, I was new at it, I was like, I wasn't like, oh, my God, you know, I want to be, because I was really learning. And, you know, because yeah. I, like, I love to dance. I'm not a stripper. So, I was just, you know, learning to be a stripper, how they do it, blah, blah, blah. So uh, he's like, um, one of the guys are, you know, he's gonna be leaving soon, back to Spain. You should come be my boss, you know. I was like, sure, you know, fuck it. So um, <laughs> that's right, sure. fuck it, fuck it, why not? So yeah, but back then I had, um, I wasn't modeling yet, I wasn't into acting yet. So I had, you know, I had braces. I didn't have the beard. I had a little beard here. I actually shaved my. My wife shaved. calls them braces. Still, oh my braces God, face. That's mm-hmm. cute. Stop. The girls actually boot them on stage. On the <laughs> no, that's, that's not true. Even braces, I do good. Okay. <laughs> Better than dancers. So. <laughs> All right, and best and worst so, parts of the job. Uh, oh, sorry. Continue. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> so yeah, so when I first got here to to meet the boss, he saw me. He goes, Marcus, he has a baby face. He said, <laughs> he said, like a kid. Face, you know? Like a kid with a brace. But look at the kid now. <laughs> <laughs> what? Victor one scouts. So, um, so, I was like, so you grew the so, beard, got rid of the braces. I, I, I didn't get hurt, nothing, because, like I said, it was fuck you. Like, okay, cool, you know. Um, so then a year passed. I was, you know, getting to modeling. I was going to be back and forth to Brazil for work. And then, um, Marcus, you were broke. So sorry, the guy is leaving now. He did leave. He has some problems, but he's leaving now. I'll come. I want um, my boss to see you dance. I was like, okay, fuck it again. So um, cool. So then I, you know, um, the, my beard was growing already. You know, the hair was kind of getting low, but I still had the braces. So I came back, and then yeah, um, he's like, 
Oh, I remember the baby face. And then, so he goes, Scott, you got to see this kid dance. You know, give him 30, 40 seconds on the stage. And then he goes, oh, but the doors are going to open because the girl's about to come in, you know. So he's like, come on, just give him 30 seconds, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, uh, fire in the back, please. And um, he's like, okay. So, um, sorry, so we people here. Um, so he said, okay, fine. He looked at me, go, you call me Brazil. Brazil, go on the stage. Went on the stage. Blew him away. Yeah. Flips and dancing and my Brazilian moves, you know. So uh, and then he—that's when he we fell in love. And, oh. and then I came and I came down. He goes, I want you to be part of my, my team. And then uh, I happened to go to Brazil. So I went to Brazil for a couple months. Came back and then that's when I started. And yeah, I'm here, you know. And the rest well, is later. And, and what are the best and worst parts of the job? Because you've been on it for about four years oh, now, four right? Years, yeah. 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 So uh, well, the best part for me is when I get here, and the uh, the worst part is when I leave. <laughs> Because I, I love performing, I love the stage, Aww. I love dancing. So yeah. way better answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I wish I said that. <laughs> I'm gonna do a copycat on this one. <laughs> <Sorry. answer. laughs> yeah, Chris, that was perfect. What's your, what's your story? Oh, my story. Uh, I don't know if, where I should start because it's very long. But uh, try to keep it brief. First, we I'm got to keep it brief. Story is the first hands of the show. First, I was uh, uh, what brought me here actually is like I was on a talk show in France. Uh-huh. So I stay. Um, you were on a talk show? Yeah, a okay. talk show on one of the main channels, actually. So that brought me here because I stay friends with the host. And the funny part is, I get these feelings when sometimes you go somewhere and you feel like your instincts tell you, you're going to be there once or yeah. one day, or you're going to do that. And I don't know why, I just knew I will come here one day. That's really funny. It was like maybe a year ago. So I started mailing uh, Scott, I think from now it's a year ago, mm-hmm. around. Really? Yeah, and he said that he was full. So, like, I can hire right now anybody because I'm like, it's not the, how do you say, the season? Said mm-hmm. season too? So, yeah. Nice so, explain me all of that. And I, and I told my wife at this moment, I swear it's true. I said, I can explain you, babe, but in a year, no more, I'll be there. I feel it. Interesting. I, like, it's yeah. a feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, uh, make, yep. make sure you say how you met me. <laughs> how I met you? Oh, yeah, it's true. I forget that. So, I met this guy. That, that's the funny part. Before all of the story, I'm living in a, like in Studio City, and once I, I go to Rob's, <laughs> you guys I went to Rob's, and I met him in Rob's, but outside. I knew him from France because of some video on YouTube. From France? Yeah, from France. Oh yeah, Hollywood men is so, like, even famous in France. <laughs> yeah. So I just just <laughs> ran into him. When I was walking out of my bags. Yeah. Wow. And I was his car. Hey, are you Victor? And I started talking and said, Oh yeah, yeah. And he explained me, Chris, you just should come on Friday and Saturday. Because he asked me about the show. That yeah, yeah. yeah. Videos and, and all that stuff. It was, I'm like, he was surprised too. It was really I was surprised. Yeah. And after it's I was fate. like, Okay, it's I'll fate. see. And so that then, was the first meeting. And, I t- and he asked me about the show, and, I'm, and I said, Well, go, go audition, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me that. Yeah, yeah. 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 I didn't went because like I was focused on all other stuff that I have to do first to fix first. But anyway, that was the main thing. Yeah. So I met him. I was like, Oh, that's funny. I met him. Finally, and after cool. I just started yeah, dancing yeah. on West Hollywood and like I mean LA, like other dancers. Yeah. And I went to another bar, start working maybe two months ago or a month and a half, and I met this uh, this guy. His name is Matt, and he was an old dancer for the Hollywood man. He knows very well Scott. Former, former dancer. A former dancer. Okay. Former dancer. So I met him there, and he said, "Chris, oh, do you know the Hollywood man? Because I was performing in France many years ago too." And he said, "Okay, that's cool. Do you know the Hollywood man?" I was like, "Oh, this is so funny because I tried to get in." Like maybe yeah. a year ago. Like, yeah. And he's yeah. Sorry, my English sometimes is so bad. So he said, Yeah, let me talk to him and I'll see. And just after that. You know what's ironic though? He sent me that email yeah. and I said I was just about to pull him in because Seriously? I didn't yeah, knew that. Because there were two guys that I was coming for the new Christian Grey. Uh, one was uh, Vincent and he's out doing a, a film in Cannes. And I needed to get this act in the show. 
then Roddy, who's a really good-looking guy, too, with the long hair, and, and uh, he, he's modeling in Miami. And I said, before I start working with you, I need to know if you're going to be able to commit. I need you when I need you, not when you're available. Right. He goes, well, I'm about to launch my own business, so I can't really commit. So I go, I, I, I'm going to take a look at him. So I brought him in, auditioned him, and saw immediate that he's a trained dancer. He's yeah. got skills. And that's what I need in the show. I mean, you can have a certain amount of walkers, as I call them. Yeah. <laughs> Not walking dead walkers, but that, that's what, walker to me is a guy like, that's back to the Chippendale days. Those are the six, three guys that go out and they one, two, three, They just four, walk. And they walk and they salute or do this or whatever. And then you got the dancers, uh, which were the lead dancers that are like six, six, one. That's what I was, the lead dancer, the people that could dance. Mm-hmm. And then you had the ensemble dancers, which they were the fully trained dancers, usually a lot shorter to make the big guys look bigger. But I can't have too many walkers in the show, and I'm, I want more dancers so that we can do more good performance numbers, and you don't have to choreograph to the leaser, less, right, lesser right. ability of, of your walkers. Right. And now, <laughs> like so we need term. another core dancer like because the white walkers. <laughs> we only have a certain amount of spots in the show. Usually, we're in an eight-man format at most during the busy season because it's just in a two-hour show. You don't need more people. I don't need people back texting on their phone. They can be on stage. So we're about to lose one of our dancers. Um, he's been in the show a long time. He's had a really good run, but he's moving on. He's got his good thing this is right now. Him. You're about to lose the answer. Yeah. Oh, okay. The anniversary show marks his retirement and the introduction of our newest star. I see. Chris. Okay. Uh, who will be the new Christian Grey act? Uh, and that's what we're working on now. So it's it's an exciting time. We're about to do a new opening, a new military themed opening, and uh, I got a lot of things going in my head. So best and worst parts of the job for you? Uh, I'd say like, Gustavo. Yeah, Probably the same thing as him. He's going on stage. I like, and this is feeding me from the inside. I need that. I need to go on stage. Um, so this is the best part and the worst part is probably when you leave. I can say I can say something else because that's probably just the, no, the closer, hey, the bro, closer things. I've seen you perform and I'm glad you're on board. Oh, All right, buddy. You, buddy. Oh, yeah, you know what? I also say that's that. That's really nice. So he took the word out of my mouth. So well, yeah. Oh. You're a copycat too, I guess. Did all right. So I want to hear. Um, Kind of what we were just talking about with the your relationship to to women. I want to hear about how that's changed, if at all. And you have you performed as a male stripper before? Or is In France, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. So then, and all of your experience is that not just here, but how has it changed your relationship with women, if at all? If it hasn't, I'm, I'm an odd duck when it comes to that. I mean, yeah, I, I mean. Find a, you could have a different girl every there night. Is. You have two, three different girls every night. But I was always the one that they would laugh at, the other guys, because they'd be counting how many blowjobs they got from a girl. And I'd, I'd be saying, he was I met a girl, I want to take lunch tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'd always be looking for the relationship, even though I wanted sex, and I knew it was going to be disposable. But I wanted something more. I just didn't want a casual, gone out the door, wash your hands. I'd like, you know, playing at a relationship. Because ultimately, I just wanted to have one. Okay. And, uh, you know, I had a, a, what I think is a successful first marriage. We had a child together, and, and now he's my 18-year-old son. Uh, that relationship didn't work out. I kind of got blindsided. Uh, it was the worst time of my life until I met my new wife, mm. and basically I traded up without guilt. So uh, I've always had ultimate res- respect for women, even the women that come to the shows. I want them to feel, be treated like ladies. I don't want disrespectful things done to them. And I'm, Sometimes I get on guys that get a little racier, grab a little, or, or do a move that I think can be read as disrespectful because I, I kind of like put the ladies on a pedestal. And that's what we want to do is we want to be here for them. We don't want them to come and oogle over good-looking men. We want them to come and be oogled over by good-looking men. Mm. We want them to leave feeling uplifted 
empowered for being a woman and having a place just to let their hair down and have fun without being judged, without being fondled or felt yeah. or sweated on. You know, and treated like a lady. When you were woman. first starting, did you did you find that being in that environment changed your view of women or female sexuality? It did because when I got to New York and worked for Nick DeNoya, he was the best at treating a woman like a woman, like a like a, a lady, and, and you know, worshiping, worshiping them, putting them on a pedestal. Because he really did. I learned the ropes from him, and unfortunately, mm. he got murdered. It was the the oh Chippendale murders that you hear about. Nick DeNoya was the one that got. Uh, a hit put on him by his former partner who's now dead wow. and hung himself in prison and that was the whole Chip and Chippendale's uh, you know stuff that Chippendale's doesn't want to talk about but yeah I learned from the best interesting okay how about you have, has it changed your it, it, it has or? it has my game has got better Let's just <laughs> <laughs> tell me about that. Tyler. Never, never bad, bad game that. never bad game but now the game is top notch and, and proud of it no no it's 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 just like anything else. It's it's reps, and and it's like from my sporting days, athletic years. It's just reps, and now all we do is perform in front of ladies, and and you talk to them better, you got more flow with them better, and it's just you don't reps. Have to try right? so hard. It's like is, shooting yeah. fish in a barrel. Is that has and, it and has it changed your perception of women? Like if because I think. Well, I guess that's just the question. Is like, has it changed how you view women? That women are actually maybe more sexual than you thought, or was it sort of the same before and after you worked? Not sure if I understand your question. So, but I'll try to say. Well, I think, like, for example, I think a lot of men have a perception that women don't really like sex and aren't really that sexual because a lot of the time women can be kind of reserved, whereas in this kind of environment they're not reserved. But that might not be true for you. I'm just asking. Gotcha. Okay, to answer that question, if I get it, uh, definitely what's there's a huge difference, kind of what Scott said about. A male review show in a girl strip club. I'll be honest, a girl strip club is somewhat creepy. Okay. okay? And and you don't get loud because it's kind of weird and 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 it's just it's just kind of creepy, okay. honestly. Okay. And then uh, and and there at a girl strip club, it's all about take her clothes off, take her clothes off. Here, it's how you take her clothes off. Uh-huh. It's how you act on stage. It's how you smile. It's not I just have a good body, but it's yeah. how you present yourself. That's because women yeah. women see a show together. They they appreciate collectively. Yeah, They're not like, afraid it, to share their fantasies. Men mm-hmm. are introverted. Yeah, men go to a strip club. Yeah, other than the occasional laugh, look at the rack on that one, but they're introverted. And, they want and also, to take the clothes off and they want to fantasize in their own, their own head. Women share it with each other and, they, and it, it becomes yeah. basically like a big test tube filled with women and we're the catalyst. Porous yeah. And we cause a reaction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's when I have friends that want to come see the show, I'm like, or, or they don't, I want them to come and see the show. I'm like, I'm not coming there. I'm not going to feel weird. I go, no, you're not. Trust me. Yeah. The women are the show. You just sit back and watch, and you never see women act like this anywhere mm-hmm. other than in a male strip club. Right. And, Preferably and, an upscale one. That way, you know, you get classy ladies and not the hoochie mamas. And, and what Scott said earlier, our show is professional. It is a strip show, but it's professional. And any girl can come to the show. Whether they're wild to the wall party like a rock star or very reserved. Yeah. Very to the 90 year old grandma. But, and I'll say this every person I brought to the show absolutely loves it and they go, oh, it's a show. If yeah. they haven't seen it already, yeah. I brought my Even mom. your dad. My, I brought my dad to the show yeah. for my birthday. Wow, how was that? And, uh, he, he loved it. My mom came for the second cool. time. 
my dad was proud. He was like, that's my, that's my boy. I, that's I, my boy I, over there. I, I you also know? brought my mom too. That's great. Yeah. Uh, I love your mom. Yeah, yeah. I brought my mom. Aww. And, you know, my mom she was doing the same. Me, so. my mom, we're best friends. And I'm like, you know, I wanted to see that as a very professional show because she'd go to church. And yeah. she was like, oh, son, that's not, you know. <laughs> like, my mom, take you. Don't worry. So she came with her friend. She had an awesome time. We stopped <laughs> laughing. After I performed, he goes, oh, that's his mom. She got so much Aww. love. That's really cute. And and the girls feed off each other's energy. Okay. And Mm -hmm. one thing I I love about our show and everyone compliments is our music is awesome. Okay. And and our acts are awesome. But also with the Hollywood men, not all, all, you know, strip shows, I'd say 80% plus of the show, the audience, it's someone's bachelorette or birthday. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or Or divorce party. Or separating. Okay. So so they're coming out, you know, dressing to kill. This is LA. And they're dressing to impress. And to party, have a good time. It's Bachelor's birthday. Yeah. And the other ones, anyone could come. It's girl, ladies' night out. Yeah, that's yeah. why we You know, we four to no eight people. <laughs> we also get a lot of And thugs, they come and go. And, and as Scott said, they feed off each other, and, and we feed off it, and it's a big yeah. freaking well, party. You, you got a lot of male listeners out there, so they need to know something. If you send your wife or girlfriend yeah. to a show like this, uh, she's going to come home. Come on. And, and, and another, be buying the next th- ticket back to the show the th- next day. Yeah, this is something. Me, I like the results. Th- this <laughs> is, and also on that note, this is so freaking important, okay? For, for all those male listeners out there, bring your girl on a date to the Hollywood Men or any male review show. I recommend the Hollywood Men because we are the best and we are the most professional. Yes. Not only one are you going to show your, your girl how much confidence you have. Okay, I'm bringing you to watch these guys. As God said, you're going to warm her up for later that night. And you don't think they're going to have a great time watching that? A hundred, and you could take what, steal whatever move that Chris, Victor, myself, or our, our, our other dancers do and use it for your own bedroom. So yeah. by all means, and, and some guys go, I'll never go to that. Bring your girl, your wife, your fiance, your first date. Bring your first date to the show, you will blow their mind. Why take them out to dinner when you could take them to the Hollywood Men and, and do <laughs> and that? It's a no-brainer. Or, or, get, your, or get, your head, her, get your head out of your ass and do it. It works. with her friends. Because yeah. I think what you said is really yeah. true, that a lot Something of the women are sharing with each other, and there's a lot of bonding that happens at the table. But I want to keep on this question because I'm really curious to hear yeah. from the non-American guys. Mm-hmm. Has it changed your perception of women at all, or how has that how has that worked? I don't, I don't think it, it, it changed. You know, I mean, um, I went for Brazil. I went to Brazil, like, for six months when I was 16, 17, and I was asking for a dancing group over there. So, I mean, I'm used to all this, you know, girls and, you know, and me doing an amazing job on the stage. I mean, I love the stage. And uh, so, I mean, I just... I just have fun. Yeah. That, that's that's it. It's not what to say. I just come have, you know... Yeah. I make sure they have an awesome time, you know, and... How about you, Chris? Mm, no, it didn't change anything. Actually, I think it's hard to say because uh, everything is just about the mood or the situation. Like your feelings, you're going to change your feelings or you're going to change your mind um, about the place you're going to go. So when they come here, they just want to enjoy have fun. So you can say, oh, I think girls are easy or stuff like that. You can say that. It's just because they want to enjoy and they, they want to do... Uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's very hard to say. I think they don't... Yeah. They are not different or... It didn't change anything for me. Yeah. And you can join the music yeah. and having a good time. Well, on, on that question, Melanie, yeah. okay, there's four guys here. Two of them are married, one's in a relationship. I'm the single guy. It could be, or it most often is difficult for the relationship. For some guys, it's tough with the temptations. Yeah. Okay. More importantly, the girl, it's all great in the beginning. Oh, I met him on stage, blah, blah. Yeah, he's a dancer. You're proud of it. Until you're three months into a relationship and you're yeah. going, you're going to work. When sometimes the girls don't know you're going, 
they don't understand why well, you're going, I'm just going to work, you know? So Wait, that's so- an interesting aspect. The ratio is rarely two married guys, guy who has a girlfriend and a single dude. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about this because, um, I'm curious because I was thinking about it. I was like, if I met one of these guys, how would it Im- impact my my trust level? Like, has that ever been an issue for you guys? Well, are both in relationships? Since you mm-hmm. Gave Victor like you and me your number, three. so that's a good start. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, how has it impacted your relationship? Well, I mean, of course, of course, it, they're not gonna like it, you know. But um, I'm, I'm very forward. I was very forward to my girlfriend, and I told her. I'm, you know, Ford meaning honest. Yeah, yeah. I'm dancing here. It's my, you know, extra money making, and right now nobody pay my bills. So unless you want to, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> not kidding. So but seriously, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, and not just about the money. I love the stage. I love dancing. You know. Yeah. So. Has it been a challenge? Is it a challenge so, in the relationship? So no, no. So now I mean, everything's good. Everything she, is she, she, re- she respects that, you know, and yeah. I love it. Cause like I get to come, you know. It, I, I see the stage like my stress reliever. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Um, <laughs> what about the two married guys? Uh, for me, that. Scott has a re- really really good idea. He said like uh, you should bring your wife like that. She can feel more comfortable and more confident about and what included, you're doing. Because she didn't like it first. She was like, oh yeah, but you know, they're doing this. I'm not like. Mm. I'm not sure. I'm like, yeah. okay, I just need to work and I love it. So if you can't handle that, it's going to be a big problem because I'm going to perform all my life. Either this or acting or anything. Yeah. She was like, okay, so Scott said, you should bring her. I brought her here with a friend of her and she really had a blast. She said, I didn't expect that. That was good. There's nothing weird. Even sometimes very sexy. And because you're my man, when you're going to do it, you're going to be like, this girl's taking it. But she was like, she just realized it was just a show, performance, yeah. and that's it. But it's, I think, at the beginning when they don't know, they can be scared a little bit, of yeah. course. And, and Chris learned a valuable lesson that night. As a dancer and you bring your beautiful wife to the show, you make sure you let the other dancers know before they yeah, jump on her right? and start giving her a lap dance <laughs> and hitting on her. <laughs> okay, right. and then I didn't warn anybody. Yeah, like, oh, Not to say right. any names or anything. Right. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, sorry, time. buddy, that's my wife. Oh, oh, okay, Chris. Oh, nice to meet you. Are you Chris's wife? Yeah. 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 Friends. <laughs> it's funny too my wife cashiers every once in a while we'll have a new waiter it's his first night and he won't know that she's my wife and yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 I, I love it I mean it's we're, both me and my wife were very confident with our relationship okay so and was I mean, that ever an issue me. when you were dating or uh, trust wise or anything no but when she got serious about me was when I was touring in Romania. And I was good over there, but I was gone. And she was wondering what was going on. Yeah. Like, that's the only time that when I came back, then it got serious because she realized how much she wanted to be when I was gone. But I tell you and earlier. She said that's what did it for me. <laughs> told you, Melanie. Told you. Absolutely. Talk in the beginning. <laughs> so you're on the road dancing. <laughs> All right. So I want to move on to... Um, actually male sexuality um you guys all have the body that our culture says is like the epitome of male sexuality like Thank this you. is what you know like you look on men's health you look in, in male magazines the rates of eating disorders for men have gone up our culture is pretty obsessed with how we look and i'm just wondering um some people would say that that means that you don't have any insecurities because your bodies are perfect or whatever people would say. Who said that? Well, but people think that. that. And a lot of my male listeners have insecurities about their bodies and they have this illusion or they have this idea that if they had a perfect body, everything would go well for them with women in particular. So I'm wondering if you can speak to that at all. Do you have any insecurities and do you have any insecurities around? I'd like to answer that. 
Please. Okay, yeah. so it's in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Number one. So far. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number one, if you don't take, let's make this clear. If you don't, if you don't take care of your body, that will not. The girls won't take care of you. Okay, or or you'll get a very lesser girl. Okay, take care of your body. Be healthy. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean you need to be a steroided, bulky muscle man working out six days a week. I, I feel I. I we but make, that's what men's health Vic, would say. Victor and I, I'm gonna call you out, bro. You and me are proudest to be the fattest guys in the show. We ain't fat. Yeah. We we're we're fluffies. We're we're natural. You natural. know what I mean. And I think 100 percent girls. They, nowadays, maybe not 20 years ago, they appreciate, they like more the natural look. Look at the, look at the top 50, look at the ratio of the of hottest yeah. men in, in America of the, the most natural look. So if you're natural, that's the look. And if you show that we're healthy, then that's the look. And to answer that question, take care of your body, yeah. but you don't need to be a muscle-building yeah, yeah. bodybuilder. There's also a way to convey confidence that. without um, necessarily having to have a fully chiseled body. Mm-hmm. I've seen guys with, with less of a body be more confident, and I've seen guys with the best body in the show and be the most insecure people I've ever yeah, met. Yeah, everything is just mine. Let me add something to that. It's not just about the looks. You know, you have to, inside your health, you want to be healthy. In you your know? head. And yeah, and the confidence comes from your head. No, no, no. I'm like, I want to say something. Okay, for me, body is something. It's just a plus. It's having something good looking, where like your wife, you know, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, anyway. But you know what I mean. Having a beautiful body is just a plus. It's a plus. But when you start, I mean, doing a relationship or building something, and you spend time with the person, you just realize that you have to be involved in something more deep. Yeah. Like people's gonna know you from the inside, how you think, how you see the world psychologically, and all that stuff. So I think this is the first side. When you see somebody, oh, okay, I'm a child. He, he's good looking or she's good looking. You will go through. But when you start talking and like there's no passion or yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Body is just something at the yeah. first side for me. So but it's, after, yeah, so what, he, he, the after is more important yeah, for me. Yeah, let me try to say. So. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. So, he, so, he, so, he, so like what he's saying is that. I mean, I mean, I'm saying. <laughs> Let me translate 15 so, seconds listen, later. I mean, people, like, any guy doesn't You translate, Chris. I'll translate. All right, all right, let's move on. No, no, but, but this is serious, though. So, like, guys can, like, we can have, any guys can have a nice body, but when they go talk to their girl, they don't have hair. Right? Like, yeah. you know? Yes, I'm familiar. So, yes. It, so, it really matters right here first. Like, I could have be, you He's know. He's pointing to his head. For the podcast listeners, yeah. Which head? Yeah. No. So no, but I'm serious though. <laughs> really, first before anything is in your brain. You know how you are, are polite, how you talk, and how you approach the yeah. the women. No, but I think uh, I want just so one, one last things. It's like there's many men who are doing practicing by by building on. They just want to work out, mm-hmm. but to to um, fill a gap about the ego. That's the big problem. Yeah. So mostly when you meet this guy. There's a problem because they don't do it for the good reason. Uh-huh. When you do it just because, like, that's you a challenge with yourself, you love that, or it's totally different. Yeah. You're like, if it's to feed an ego, you're going to be in trouble after. Yeah. Yeah. People, like, and what about the insecurity issue? Do you guys have any insecurities? Like, mm. yes. With like girls? Like, like, yes. Yeah, you never know what can happen. What do you mean? Like, but yes, of course. Depends. It, it, that's an individual thing. Like well, like, yeah. what I'm saying is, like I was saying, I think there's an illusion that you see men up on stage who have great bodies and you think oh they've got it totally handled they don't have any insecurities they never worry about approaching a woman 
or making up with their wife after a fight oh. or but anything. They just look any, at that picture and they think... If anybody had those insecurities, they wouldn't be working here because yeah. it would stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah. Okay. If you have insecurities, it's going to be it's going to show on stage. Yeah. The opposite of insecurity is stage presence. Yeah. You're aware of who you are. You're aware of your performance, and you can convey that and have it and, and take the crowd where you need them to go. If you're insecure, you're going to be shy. You're not going to get and the performance. That but you that's need during the performance. I'm saying in life, do you have any insecurities? Yeah. Well, yes, of course. Okay. Oh well, yeah. I have a lot. So but I'm, I'm not going to be Before we go to the next question, difference. We've got a. We've got to go. We got to wrap go. it up soon because yeah. we still have a photo shoot with these two gentlemen, and the club has meetings to go. Yeah, totally. I, you know, yeah, I'd love to continue this forever, but yeah, no, uh, that's not a problem. Um, Did we, you have something you were going to say about that? Are you uh, I'm good. I, I will say this: I, maybe there were insecurities go away the more you're on stage. Yeah, I don't. My, think as I said earlier, my no. game has gotten better. Okay. Trust. That's catch twenty two. To get on this stage, you got to have no insecurities. And if is that true? Yeah. I don't have a training program. Is that true? I you have to have time. no insecurities. I, I really want to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's a good point. That's a good point. Like, no, I won't look you at somebody look. that doesn't have the total package. I'm talking yeah, about yeah. you. Got to have the looks. You got to have the body. You got to have the height. You got to have the good energy. The personality. You got to have yeah, good energy because this is a family. I don't want family. I don't want egomaniacs in here. Yeah, yeah. And then you got to have the stage presence and the ability to perform. And you had to have some level of formal dance training. Tyler is is one one in a million because I've seen people come in the show that like Chris. He's a trained dancer. Brian's a trained dancer. Victor's had dance training. I've had formal dance training. Tyler is the best dancer I've ever seen that has never had any formal dance training to pick up yeah, choreography so as quickly and as and as perfectly. You know, the lines are just it's and, incredible. And Even the, our choreographer is like, wow, that dude's yeah. just like the, something the else. Things that Tyler yeah. said, the Tyler He's my wife. The my wife watched the video. She's like, <laughs> look at Tyler. The things that, it's got a lot of thank you, the that Tyler, he has his... Is amazing energy that's so big. We gotta pull him back by the rain sometimes. Yeah, oh, yeah. So that's what makes him like be the so guy big. that he's in the, in the smile, the charisma. So you kind of, you know. Yeah. If you spend 24 you, hours with this guy, at the end, you just want to sleep and just, you don't want to see him. He's anymore. like doing cocaine. It's like, you oh, can sleep with me whatever you want, bro. So, something I find interesting that's come up a couple times is um, you guys have mentioned like camaraderie. That you're a family yes. and that there's yes. a lot of no bonding. Oh, yes. So that's, it's Come like um, being friendly with your coworkers, like having yeah. a lot of like good interactions with your coworkers. Um, I find that really interesting because I think the assumption would be that male strippers would be like, oh, I can get pussy whenever I want. It's all about like sex and the reaction of the women. But actually, what you're saying is that. One of your favorite parts of the job is your relationship with each other. Well, if we didn't have that. We, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to answer that too. I don't mean to interrupt you, boss, and thank you for the kind words. But to answer your question, you're very right. We've all been on dance teams, and I don't know about. I'm not going to speak for you guys. I've been on several dance teams with a lot of other dancers, and it's like that. Doggy, kind of cut through. It's like throw, doggy, doggy dog, dog yeah. and you got they some. They want to be better. They make more money. Well, it's it's selfish. It's yeah, not. Selfish. It's it's yeah. it's it's not the same vibe. You know, yeah. you're scared of someone stealing money on stage. Yeah. It's just yeah. weird. It's true. That's not the Hollywood men. Yeah. yeah. It's fun, yeah. and that starts with the culture that Scott brought when he first started 48 years ago. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I'm kidding, because after, oh, chip and, after kicking butt in Chippendale, Scott started the Hollywood Men over 20 years. 1995. Girls still come back, or no, is Scott still dancing? Yes. Right. They, he, he 
absolutely is a legend in, in the game. And, and I always told him to start dancing again. But, but to answer that, the Hollywood can, men, mean you the, opening, the <laughs> Hollywood men by far is the most fun group. It is fun showing up every Friday and Saturday night. And, and you can tell we have That's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I really anyway. like that. I think I think part of the reason I was asking that is that I think for a lot of men, their assumption about um, improving relationships with women is all about women. But actually, I think there's something about male relationships and male bonding that makes it easier to be in relationships with women and to approach women. Would you agree? Uh, I, I want to answer that, too. That's... Real quick, real quick. We have a, one of the reasons we have a lot of fun together, and Victor and I, that's my Latino brother from another mother. What do we do every Friday night when we hang out? We dance for hundreds of girls. Yeah. So the guys have more fun when there's girls around. Okay. Yes. I'd say 99% of the time, Victor and I have fun because we hang out with girls. Yeah. <laughs> and the one time, the 1% yeah. is when we did, hung out together and it was cool and we were like, we're going to say, hang out with girls. So wonders. It's, it's, <laughs> this is his drink. This is like fucking hardcore coffee. It's big no coffee. <laughs> big coffee. Guy. I honestly was like, it's so anyways, <laughs> anyways, anyways, for the guy listeners, get your guy friends. And go hang out with girls yeah. and watch. It just makes everything better. Anything to add? Go ahead. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. agree. Took the words out of my mouth. What was the question, actually? <laughs> <laughs> I hate Victor if I'm not around girls. <laughs> well, you're, you're also married, and I'm curious yeah. to hear your answer to this. Yeah. Would you say that it's part, that part of why you can show up in your relationship with your wife is because you have male friends <laughs> and good male friends? Mm, yeah, I think so. It's more easy when you get, when you're married. Because you like, if you were too many times, cause I'm married, yeah. I show up with too many girls, it's gonna be a little bit of trouble when I get back home. Actually, so, so yeah, I take it easy with that. Being with men is better for me. He's like, 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 he's uh, well, thank you for the answer. Well, thank you for, uh, for that. First of all, I mean, this is our home. This is Om Night Club. It's a gorgeous club. And uh, we're here programming the lighting today for our newest number coming into the show, which Chris, uh, Chris is featured as Christian Grey. Uh, and it's just, it's not only a journey of, of that fantasy uh, and that voyeuristic fantasy between him and Anastasia, which is uh, someone from, from the audience, but after that, it morphs into just a, a really upbeat Bruno Mars number with with these three and that's what we're here rehearsing today and it's just it's going to be an amazing debut uh and then there's a new opening coming new military opening there's new people coming into the show yeah saying goodbye to some people yeah so our big anniversary shows at the end of april and that's when we're going to announce a lot of new things and it really kicks the ball rolling to the busy season Mm -hmm. but look for a lot of new things to be happening soon cool and if our listeners want to attend the show because I know I have a lot of female listeners shout Mm -hmm. out to my female listeners where can they find you our website is probably the best way uh, hwmen.com hwmen.com that's got all the stuff all the show information pictures, videos uh, and we're going to do a news entry for announcing the anniversary show this yeah. will be a link to that and we'll drop all of that stuff in the show notes and I can attest to the fact that the show is a blast awesome. I came you. a couple weeks ago I would absolutely go again especially Good. now that I know the dancers more. Really <laughs> well, I, I she's watching us by the, the way show, so <laughs> I'm probably going to come to the anniversary show Good. We, and love it. we love it when ladies come twice <laughs> yeah. Yeah, come um, I see time. what you did there you know Scott what? I see you what you came on Friday so now you come back on Saturday on a Saturday is it different? Saturday is more I was thinking about it when he said it maybe I'll come back on Saturday all right, that wraps up another episode, unless anyone has something, yeah. a last burning share. 
Um, it was a very nice meeting you in person. And for all the ladies out there, make sure you guys add me on Instagram. It's um, at Vito underscore Brazil with the S. Love you guys. <laughs> what's, what's our, I've not heard the social network. And then, what's the uh, Hollywood men? Uh, I'll drop all the dancers. And then it's uh, at the Hollywood men. You guys fi- will find all the dancers. And if you want to call Victor, his number is. <laughs> <laughs> My email. Uh, his social and security. that's a wrap. <laughs> Woo! That wraps up another episode of Dear Men. Thank you for listening. If you want to reach out, we would love to hear from you. We're on Instagram and Twitter at Dear Men Podcast. That's at Dear Men Podcast. Or Facebook, we have a group, Dear Men Podcast. We also have an email address, dearmenpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to join the Big Sexy Dataset, the community of people who regularly respond to the surveys that we talk about on this podcast, just email us at that address, dearmenpodcast at gmail.com, and we will set you up. Have a sexy day.